Hey everybody, I think we're here. This is The Remedy. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelerosco, and you're listening to us live on the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. You can access the show by typing in www.themicroeffect.com, then click on the appropriate links, the chat room links. Come on in, make friends, get acquainted, solve some issues, save the planet. Good concept, we live here. Um, Share ideas and network. I'm also published on several sites. Main sites that you can go to, buybluesky.com, brian396.com, getcanada.com, or augmentinforce.com. And other places throughout the internet, it seems like my name is becoming more popular, especially with all the topics we're talking about these days. Sometimes it makes you wonder. It's more surprising than anything else sometimes. Uh, More amazing, more than anything else. Um... I'd like to get right to it and do it. Um, we um, This week has been sort of a, a crazy week, i got to tell you. I don't get really caught up in religious things. I really don't like talking about religion. I really hate religion. In fact, I don't believe in any religion. I'm one of those guys that, you know, I have, uh, I have this faith, you know, believing in the living God, you know, through Jesus. I mean, that's how, what I believe. You know, I don't believe in any, anything. I don't believe in following any kind of... Uh, Catholicism or Judaism or Islamism or Hinduism or Buddhism or whatever ism that's out there. I just don't feel the need to uh, express myself in those terms because I don't find them to be of any merit, benefit, and if anything they seem to have a restraining effect on you evolving to become a better you and to be- and to become closer to God. I think they, they all have their way of sabotaging everybody's effects. So and when you get into some of these topics, it really amazes me what can come out. It, I, I, you know, without you planning anything, <laughs> planning anything, um, I had a situation where I had a young guy contact me. He was a, he, he was propagating his Catholicism, and I told him that he was basically following an old whore, and he apparently didn't like the fact I called his church a whore, but that's what it is—nothing but a whore. You know, pedophile whores that feed on the young, and drink the bloods of the blood of the innocents. But anyway, so I shared uh, my dialogue with this person and I shared it with other other uh, uh, people who were awake you know I, I, I copy copied it out and sent it out just to see maybe you know what their input was <laughs> I gotta tell you something about women who are awake women who are awake are brutal <laughs> they are brutal some of the adjectives they, they used and some of the things they had said that, I, that should happen to this guy. One said he needed a colonic on the brain. One said he should have his testicles decapitated. Another one said something else. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Awakened women have my respect. You have no idea. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> Woo. Man, I mean, I had I had in my head during the conversation this FRO mentality, but I, you know, I didn't say anything. I just decided to interject different things and um, try to point this guy into the biblical truths, which he wanted no part of. He just wanted to stick to his canon law and his canon baloney, and he was defending the church rather than his faith in Christ, which, again, that's what happens when people are brainwashed. And that's my point I'm trying to get to is you better be careful no matter what it is you believe in because a lot of times what you've been propagated and programmed to believe is not what God had intended or designed. 
Again, I'm not going to get into religion because I don't believe in religion, but I am going to make a point. There's a distinction between what God wants and there's a distinction what religion wants. So what I did was I even tried to express to him. I told him to go get a book. I don't know if you've ever heard the book. I might have mentioned it once or twice before in the show. There's a book called Martyr's Mirrors. And if you haven't found this book, I, can, I got a copy. Just email me. I'll send you a copy of this book. This is the early historical development of the church. The Christian church wasn't founded, you know, the Catholic church was not founded by Peter, but it was founded by a uh, Roman general that, you know, was a, was a conqueror. Uh, anyway, this book gives you a pretty clear-cut clear history of how the Catholic Church actually persecuted Christians to this very day. This goes on. They don't only persecute Christians, they per per persecute other belief systems as well. Anyway, it was a good book, and, I, and there's an excerpt in there that I, I, um, I found that I have shared with you know, other people so they could see the actual dialogue of a, of a Jesuit priest or a Catholic priest that was interrogating a Christian, misquoting the scripture just before they executed the Christian. And every turn, the Christian that knew the Bible and knew how to re reference the Bible and talk the Bible correctly was stymieing the this priest. And the priest was just frustrated to no end that he could not break through. Well, if you believe in God and God's words in you, then that's not going to happen. But anyway, these are the things that we're dealing with, not just with Jesus. These are the things we're dealing with in life in general. You know, health. We're all worried about our health. We're all worried about all the nonsense. And, and then we have the, um, uh, we all know about, you know, the what's being propagated on television, which is not healthy. The gurus, the doctor gurus are propagating stuff that aren't, isn't healthy either. And so we have a lot of truisms or a lot of ideals, I guess there would be a better word than truisms, about what is healthy. One thing I find, one thing I find is that there's an interesting correlation I have found within the last five years especially that supplements are coming out with this new and revolutionized idea of anti-aging, anti-this, anti-that, whatever. But at the same time, at the exact same time these things are being released, frequencies are changing and becoming more toxic, more detrimental, more this, more that. And that these very supplements that are being propagated as healthy, offering a solution, in fact, are doing the exact opposite. The frequencies that, that, that these supplements that they're putting out there, these frequencies actually get amplified, these frequencies, these supplements that they're taking. So we have this myth and this mayhem going on with health and what is healthy. And then you get some really key doctors that are in this game that are out there that have been reputable and find whatever. And they follow the research as well, but they don't investigate. And so a lot of them get sucked into stupidity. They have no idea what's going on. They have no idea that a lot of these supplements that are coming out with today have never, ever been tested on subjects from, of mankind or womankind. Never. Men and women have never been used to see how this actually goes. And the test conditions that they're using does not apply in the real world. In the real world we live in today, we are constantly being exposed. Ex uh, we're constantly being 
violated. We're constantly being um, uh, infiltrated with frequencies. How many of you right now hearing the show are hearing a high-pitched shrill or a buzzing sound or a hum or some kind of uh, uh, activation going into the cochlea of the ear infecting the brain? How many of you are being distracted with some kind of frequency modulation? You can barely, you know, function. You're disorientated. Well, whatever. That's what we're dealing with today. Um, and when you take these supplements, there's no direct testing um, in regard to what these things do to a test subject that's alive. Okay, when they test things, and they, and again. When they express or expose their test and says it does this and it does that and it does this, what did they test it against? Did they test it against something that was very nominal, that, can, that again, your, your body's own immune system would take care of it, but this thing would have maybe amplified the body's immune response to something? Or did they actually put it under a real fire and test something to see if it does get impacted in other ways you know okay we, we're talking about hydrogen and terahertz frequencies breaking down hydrogen molecules and hydrogen binding with itself amplifying the terahertz frequencies has this stuff actually been studied in regard to people taking this kind of thing uh, you know and has and seeing the effect uh, uh, you know in regard to what happens when uh, using um, uh, using these products in conjunction with these frequencies, we're being constantly modulated with different frequencies. Okay, and we start to and again in order to maintain your health today, your DNA has to sustain support by you. Your DNA is being targeted. Your DNA is being manipulated. Your DNA is being prepared prepared for some form of violation, assimilation, or activation. That's what's going on. Uh, another friend and colleague of mine down in Arizona sent me an agenda by the American Military Industrial Complex, how they've infected everybody with nanotechnology so that when they're ready to activate, um, when, yeah, yeah. When they're ready to activate the uh, the frequency, everyone will have a flu-like symptom, and a lot of people may die from it because you would die not because of the flu-like symptom. You would die because your immune system would have been so compromised and so integrated with nanobiology or nanobiotech that you would have the nano inside would turn the DNA off. Once the DNA goes off, your immune system doesn't get activated. Once that doesn't happen, you, you're completely wide open. You know, so when we're, anytime we do something today, we have to evaluate what we're doing. How does this tie to what we're being exposed to, nanobiotech, nano uh, uh, transgenetics, epigenetics, mutagenetics, genetics, frequencies, different type, ultrasound, EMF, RF, AM, FM, you know, uh, terahertz, um, the new frequency coming with 5G, which will be on the laser end of things, 
which again they're saying um, <laughs> yes so it has real static on the broadcast tech is normal unless it's not normal <laughs> yeah when we're everybody is hearing the frequencies that's my point everybody is hearing the frequencies and the reason why we're all hearing the frequencies is because we don't have tinnitus you know I don't believe that we have an epidemic of tinnitus happening I think uh, I think the epidemic was the bunk and the bull roar that they propagated as a health issue and that's something we have to reevaluate are these things that they're putting out their health issues are they actual diseases are they actual conditions or are they at the, the end result of an exposure to a technology that's triggering a response mechanism in the body you know when we're looking at um, what the medical field today is propagating as a health condition as a disease oh you got XYZ you got this disease or disorder you got to come in and get the pills you got it you need that you got to get a shot you got to get the vaccine you got to get this drug in you <laughs> just had somebody contact me from Egypt and tells me that he went to a doctor over there and he's got gallstones well gallstones are easy enough to remove all you need is citric acid and some sunflower lecithin and you can pretty well break that down and remove it flush it out well this doctor's told well you'll never get them out and they're too you know whatever and you need to have your gallbladder removed now why would you need your gallbladder removed just because you got a blockage but this is the mentality that's going on even over there they've adapted the Western way of of uh, practicing medicine we can make money doing a surgical procedure you need surgery come on in sit down we'll take that out for you you will no more have a problem with the gallbladder they don't tell you you're gonna have other problems with the liver and everything else but the gallbladder now is not going to be a problem anymore <laughs> don't you just love it chicka boom chicka boom <laughs> Oh man, I mean, who would have thought a hundred years ago that the level of depravity and the level of malicious uh, deception would be to the extent where it is today? Who would have thought that? Who would have thought that the, that the 180 turnaround would exist today in the medical field? It went from trying to heal people to trying to get people trapped in addiction. Trapped in addiction. Can you believe this? And adding on top of that addictive components like uh, nanotechnology or nanobiotech, which once it bounded, bounded into the receptor site, will turn off <clears throat> the receptors or turn off the glands or turn off the, the cells or the DNA from responding correctly and then activate uh, when it needed more of the drug, it would, it would run its program. Can you imagine that? Somebody that diabolical <clears throat> would design... A method of programming that once you install that into a person would integrate with the DNA and then function as a biological part sending signals and transmissions so that it would now get what it needed when it needed or when it saw that the body was getting low on the drug it would then create a signaling pathway for you to take more drug okay. that's how the addiction is working 
programming, programming language. Frequency activation, you know, we got a lot of that going on. We really don't understand how some things work. I'm going to talk in terms today and some um, couple things in regard to signaling activation as well. Um, when you understand that it's all about saturation and integration with the body, that's when you're going to get and understand why you have pain in your body, why your knees hurt, why your hips hurt, why you may not be able to lose that unwanted gut on the, in your midsection because it may be loaded with a technology that is deactivating your digestive system's uh, 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 process from actually doing its job, shutting down the, the pancreas, shutting down the stomach, shutting down the liver, shutting down the colon, you know, deactivating the bacterium in the body, deactivating the enzyme production, deactivating the DNA that would activate the immune system so that when you ate some food that your the immune system would be there to keep everything in, in check so that nothing could happen to you. It's interesting what has transpired. I would say today a good 90% or more of the diseases that we've been told is a disease is nothing more than some kind of program subroutine or algorithm that's been injected into people to come online and get active at certain times of the month or year or at a specific time frame to create a deactivation of the DNA and then disrupt the immune system's process from activating and then integrating into the person's body creating the symptoms or, or what I call a mimetic symptom. There are mimetics and these are mimetic symptoms. They resemble the systems, they resemble different pathologies, but they have absolutely nothing to do with the pathology. It's a program. I'm not even convinced anymore that some of the STDs that we are seeing today being manifested in the general population I'm not even believing anymore that even these things are diseases, but rather programmed. I mean, think about this for a minute. Let's look at programming for a second, right? Programmings are designed to act at a certain time sequence or as they are told to perform. Viruses do not act like programs. Viruses are in constant battle with bacterium. They are in constant back and forth teeter-tottering with each other. One kills this, the other one comes back stronger, it kills this, and vice versa. So when you got something that's coming on every month at the same time, same day, same channel, same, same activity, creating the same kind of mayhem, don't you think that possibly that is too consistent, too logical, too, per too perfect for that to be real? Wouldn't a virus be consuming the body daily, causing the body to falter at a steadier and faster pace, rather than at a certain time of the month, or a certain time of the week, or a certain time of the hour? Just a concept I want to present there. I want you to think. I want you to get past the box. Forget getting out of the box. Get past the box. Get past the concept of what we've been told. A lot of it is not accurate at all. You know, and again, the more you dig, the more you see, even with supplementation and some of the things that we were told about supplements, you know, how, oh, you can only take two milligrams of copper. I've been taking 20 times that amount for, again, for years and years, and I'm still waiting for the side effect. 
I got people taking 60 drops of, of uh, iodine three times a day or 20 drops three times a day and they're still standing without any problem. You know. So when we look at what you're told, okay, have the wherewithal to understand what you're being told and does it really apply to you today in terms of your DNA? Are we just going to buy stuff because we think we need to buy stuff? Okay, that's the other thing I really hit hard on when I talk to people that come see me and the clientele that I developed. You know, they they want to they want to support me, which is cool. I'm all for it, but I'm not there to take your money and, and abuse you either. So when I tell people, when they say, well, I want to buy some herbs, I say, what are you trying to do? Well, I just want to buy herbs. Well, <laughs> that doesn't help me. You know, you're buying something because there's a need for it or there's a desire for it or there's a reason you're trying to do something with a herb so that you can correct an imbalance in the body. You know, just to say, I'm going to a health food store and I'm going to buy a vitamin just because everybody else buys a vitamin is not smart. In fact, kind of stupid, you know. And again, if you don't know what you're buying, you could be causing more problems for yourself than you can realize. So, um, don't just go with the flow. Go with what you know. And if you don't know, study. Investigate. Even if you get it wrong, investigate see you'll get it wrong a couple times you're all going to do this you're all going to have a screw up every one of you doesn't matter who you are I still screw up today and I'm a, and I'm in an advanced uh, stage in this stuff and but once you screw up you're going to get it right you learn from the mistakes okay goofy guru itis is a new disease I may I just made up Goofy guru-itis. And, and the symptoms of goofy guru-itis is when you listen to a goofball guru, you get goofy. And then you buy junk that he's telling you that doesn't have anything to do with anything or will even help you in any way, shape, or form. And 90% of the time are loaded with the excipients. So... In order to avoid goofy guru-itis, the cure for goofy guru-itis is to go online, do the research, read the research, test the research, test the research, test the research, and see if you get the same results they're telling you. If you're not, then you got to ask yourself one or two questions. What do I need to add to this in order for this to work like they said? Or is this really working at all? So again, uh, don't have goofy guru-itis. Goofy guru, right? I just made that up. I'm going to go online. I'm going to have an AI format. I'm going to wear a stethoscope and I'm going to wear a, 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 a white coat. 
I'm going to come, come down with a haircut or a hair thing over my head. I'm going to wear these goofy looking glasses. And I'm going to say, Goofy Guruitis. This is a brand new discovered health issue for those of you who are doing alternate health. This, the conditions of Goofy Guruitis are listening to dummies who don't know anything about vitamins, following bad advice and buying more than you really need, taking things without reading the labels properly, using things that have absolutely nothing to do with anything you're dealing with. These are the, these are the effects of Goofy Guruitis. Side effects may, incur, may include continually breaking down DNA, continually getting sick all the time, continually being compromised. <laughs> I just made all this up right now, just, just that quick. Okay, And I'm trying to get the point to you. This is what's being done on the market to you. To you. You know, goofy guruitis. <laughs> So start investigating. Okay, start investigating. You know, all you got to do, and I said this before, in the URL, just type in what you want in a question format. You don't even have to use any kind of uh, search engine. It'll open up a variety of different places you can go and look at. Okay, sometimes you may have to, like I said, use a PDF search. Sometimes you may have to use a book search. Sometimes you may have to use a for shared. Uh, search uh, where you can go and get stuff in these shared links. You, you may be surprised what's hidden in some of these things, but Goofy Guru-itis. <laughs> I want you to buy this pill. Come see me. Buy the pill. We will sell you these pills. They won't do anything for you, but you will be in the group with everybody else. You have now bought the vitamins because everybody else is buying them, and now you have your own set of pills from the Goofy Guru-itis, and you'll have all the health conditions that go along with it. <laughs> Spend ten times more than you should. Buy, spend more than you than you need, and buy things that don't have the value that you're spending on. Okay, this is what's going on. This is what the importance of, of what I'm saying to you today. So point this out. Now when we're talking about these frequencies coming up, and what we're doing, we're coming to the second half of the show soon. So I'll start on that in the next half. But I'm going to talk about these different frequencies and how they are actually breaking into our DNA. And how they can be broken into our DNA just by using these simple ultrasound technology. And how ultrasound technology can actually drive the nanoparticles deeper into the cells. Or you can have more of them go in to the cells. Okay. And again, the technology may be there to maybe, maybe reverse some of this. But again, at this stage I don't know how to do that. Uh, but we do need to understand that they can and will use this kind of technology in the general population if they're not already doing so. Just to cause the nanoparticles that you're exposed to as you're walking down the street to become more firmly embedded into the cells or into the tissues or the, what you're already carrying to maybe activate them so that they can assemble more and continue the networking in your body. That's the reality. That's where we're at. That's what's going on. This is no longer the outer limits. This is no longer the twilight zone. This is no longer, you know, uh, fringe. This is no longer uh, Eureka. This is real. This is happening. You know, this is going on. Uh, yep. So when we're looking at some of the stuff today, use your head. When you're hearing about the frequencies and we're going to 5G, 5G, forget 5G. 
5G is just an entitlement of a generation of technology. You look at 5G frequencies and you start looking at how to neutralize laser frequencies, microwave frequencies, terahertz frequencies, radio frequencies, ultrasound frequencies, AM and FM frequencies, because a lot of stuff is operating on an AM and FM level. And, uh, you know, the old radios were operating on AM and FM. I'm not even sure they still sell those anymore. Those little pocket radios that we used to carry. Now, probably the cell phones all have these uh, music that you can access to. But again, you might want to look at the frequency coming from the cell phone, what type of frequency it is. It may be an AM, it may be an FM, maybe an RF, it may be a terahertz, it may be firing blue beam. You don't know. Okay, I hear the music. Come on back, and we're going to get into it. What do you say? Hey, we are back. Back on the Micro Effect. You're listening to The Remedy. Hi, I'm your host, Tony Pantelaresco. Um, This technology that's going on today uh, is probably one of the most diabolical you'll ever see. And it's probably on, on a level of demonic possession that nobody would have ever thought of because this is about possessing okay this all this technology is about possession and the possession is you you're it you're the target you're the one it wants okay they have designed that this stuff acts in the form of possession possessing your dna possessing your cells possessing your your central nervous system possessing your um your digestive system, uh, uh, possessing your genetic code, possessing your chromosome code. It's all about possession and the means of entry and the entry point for it. <coughs> uh, in regard to what this does and how it possesses. That's the thing that everybody's got to start thinking. When you buy anything today, any supplement you're buying, any vitamin you're buying, any protein powder, any kind of nutri nutrient that you're buying, any drug you're taking from the doctor, any form of some of the foods you're consuming, especially the broad leafy vegetable types, start recognizing that these are the delivery methods going on right now with the grains, the breads, the pastas, the, the cereals that they're using to instigate the delivery method. And once this gets inside your system, this is designed to get in, allocate, relocate, translocate through your body so that it can start assembling a network in those places where it's designed to do so. And some of you are saying, whoa, that really sounds like some far out sci-fi movie. 
Unfortunately, it's no longer sci-fi. All right, let me read some stuff to you so we can get it. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? This is what I always use all the time. That term is an old-fashioned old, uh, term. Works for me. I'm going to read something to you here, and I want you to think. Okay, I'm going to walk you through this, and I want you to think. A pill for delivering bio biomedical micromotors. A pill for delivering biomedical micromotors. Using tiny micromotors to diagnose and treat disease in the human body could soon be a reality. Okay. ACS nanoscientists report that they have found a way to encapsulate micromotors into pills. The pills coating protects the devices as they traverse the digestive system prior to releasing their drug cargo. Uh, however, the researchers know that body fluids such as gastric acid and intestinal fluids can compromise the effectiveness of micromotors and trigger early release of their payloads. Now, this is they get you going on this roller coaster. How this first thing we're going to have this very positive thing. Wow, we can use micromotors to diagnose and treat disease in human body. It it's a it could be a reality. It probably is already a reality. They're probably already using the technology on people and they don't know it. Now, how does a micromotor work? What's activating that device in the system? Are you thinking? That's the old theme songs they used to use, you know, back when something was bad about to happen. Something like that. Anyway, okay, when we're looking at this stuff, the question that should come to your mind how is that working? What is being used to active or to power this up? What's what's this being used to power it up? Micromotors can get trapped into the esophagus. Oh. <laughs> Researchers created a pill composed of a pair of sugars, lactose and maltose. Again, a milk sugar and, and barley sugar. That encapsulate tens tens and thousands of micromotors made of magnesium. Titanium dioxide core loaded with fluorescent dye. Well, there goes the male population. And I was just going to do a study today about the male population becoming extinct that are incapable today of producing babies. And it's declining rapidly, and they're tying it to environmental toxins. Wow. Environmental toxins is causing sterility about among the male population. Well, here we go. We got a micromotor made with titanium dioxide. What happens if that titanium dioxide translocates into the testicles of the male species, which are already suffering the capacity to reproduce? What happens to titanium dioxide when it gets down to the sac? It bypasses the blood barrier of the intestinal of the uh, testicles and then shreds the tubes inside. Wow, you got damaged tubes inside, and then you're expected to reproduce. Hmm. <laughs> Sounds to me like a diabolical double speech here. Another form of demonic possession, controlling the reproduction of the male population. That's what this sounds more to me. Why would they use titanium? And what's worse than titanium is nano-silver. It's even more deadly to the male reproductive system and the shredding of the testicle uh, cords than titanium is. 
It's even deadlier than lead and cadmium to the reproductive system of the male population. You maybe think, has it dawned on anybody that quite possibly the male population has been targeted for extinction? Maybe mankind has been targeted for extinction because without the seed, there's no life, no perpetuating of life. Just a concept I want to show and explain. When given to laboratory mice, these pills proved, improved the release and retention uh, of the micromotors in the stomach compared to those encapsulated in silica-based tablets or liquid solution. Um, researchers conclude that encapsulating micromotors in, in, in traditional pill form improves the ability to deliver medicines to deliver targets without diminishing their mobility or performance. This is also a means and a ways, when they're saying this, a delivery medicines to specific targets without diminishing their mobility and performance. This is also talking in terms of getting more of the drugs into a person to further create a bigger form of addiction to that drug. So then you become completely dominated by the technology that's controlling the receptors in the body that would regulate the chemistry that should be going there instead of it regulating the chemistry that should be going there, now it's been turned off and this program now is, cr is forming the, the system's needs as it dictates based on programming. This is a form of entrapment and enslavery. And again, it's another simple form or word for it is possession. This is so that a drug can possess you. That a pharmaceutical can possess you. Even the nutraceuticals, you know, you guys, the guys are out there, they want to be big and strong. They want to have their, their erections regularly. They want the women, women want to be, you know, perked and tight and toned and firm and whatever. And they get you on these pills and you're all of a sudden, you're like, oh, I've lost 95,000 million pounds. I've got muscle. I've got shoulders. I got, oh, I'm like a bandit all night long. I can keep on going. I'm like that energizer buddy. Ding, ding, ding. Go, go, go. You know, and they don't tell you that now there's a price to pay for this because now I've deactivated the DNA that would normally regulate those chemicals or I've hyper accelerated the production in the body further causing more drain on the system so now your system is completely completely reliant on these nutraceuticals or pharmaceuticals it's a hideous form of possession you know it's what it is possession possession by sorcery or possession by pharmacopoeia. Sorcery equals pharmacopoeia. Go have a look. All right. Let me talk about, well, let's get back. Let's talk about the men. When the men were men and women were excited. Well, the men are still men, but they're not as exciting anymore because they don't, can't perform anymore. Men may be infertile by the end of the century. Um, uh, uh, men may be losing some degree of their biological fertility. We aren't alone in this. Fertility rates have fallen across much of the Western world despite widespread economic expansion. Economic expansion leads to consumption. And the more you have, the more you consume. And if you're consuming all the wrong things in your, in your biology, you're consuming all the genetics and the epigenetics, mutagenetics, transgenetics, you know, 
you're cons can you're consuming CRISPR products. You're considering consi consuming products loaded with nano DNA disrupting biology. Then guess what? <laughs> you're again being possessed. The main reason for this are sociolo sociological. This is really funny. The main reasons for this are social, that declining marriage, rising of childbearing, and related factors that, uh, that amount to cultural norms and practices. This may be true in Japan. Declining marriages are going on across the globe because the Institute of Marriage is not about two people marrying each other. It's about two people signing a contract marrying the state. If you look up wedlock and you look up the term wedlock, it's what it's referring to as uh, entrapment with the state and once the state gets involved in your life you don't have a life and eventually it all comes undone the state needs to stay out of our affairs if it does we thrive if it involves itself we don't human biology may be changing for, de for decades some scientists have been arguing that men are producing less sperm than they used to but these studies were plagued by small sample size non-randomly selected men or other methodological problems. Um, they found that research in Israel, they found that the male sperm counts are indeed in decline. They, they tested something like 10,000 men. Now, then they show you a chart. Notably, the decline is continuing to the last year. They show you how, the, how far it's going in the charts uh, and basically when it comes to an end. You know. Men could lose their ability to sire children by the end of the 21st century. The paper does not illuminate the causes. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> How convenient. Um, the, the possibilities which boil down to chemicals. We're back to sorcery again. Or pharmacopoeia. Many complex chemical compounds over the last centuries have negatively affected reproductive potential. The list of candidates is BPA, uh, its replacement BPS, pesticides, chemical fertilizers, air pollution, and more. And now you can add nano to the list. Nanobiology, nanotoxicology to the list. Some chemicals have been conclusively shown to lower fertility like lead. Well, we've known about lead since the 60s, so this is nothing new. But basically, you had to drink it. <laughs> you had to be exposed. It had to be in the water table. Uh, and they're referring to Flint when pe the people in Flint got exposed to the lead content in the in the water uh, pipes, that they started ha having abortions. Abortions are happening now too, and they're happening at an exponential rate. I had a woman in uh, California contact me saying she just had a baby, not even a year old, and it died on her, and they're, and they're um, attributing it to SID. I wrote her back, it's probably because of the nano, and explained to her how your, his seed and your egg are loaded with nanobiology, nanotechnology, nanoparticles. As the egg formed, these particles also split with the cells and saturated the body. If, her immune, if the child's immune system wasn't able to withstand the birthing process with these materials inside, and if they gave the child a vaccine which would have lowered or, more, or compromised his immune system further, it would have all been... Um, compounded as a result you have this problem you know um, when we're looking at again making a direct correlation between 
where we're at in today's time. What are we using in today's time that can also be impacting our biological everything? Reproduction, heart rate, blood pressure, digestion, liver functionality, pancreas functionality, thymus functionality, brain functionality, you know, uh, the pineal hypothalamus, uh, pituitary uh, axis functionality. That's where the whole reproductive system is for both men and women. If that's been turned off for whatever reason, you're not going to want to perform. You don't. You won't even care if you do or you don't. You know. So again, you know, be aware of some of the stuff that they're again propagating uh, in the, in some of these reports, and get, and then do a real comparison. Uh, notably, declines continue to the last year. There's no problem. Okay, uh, we got that. Um, and they also talk about more than that, lead in the air from gasoline in the 20th century and its residual content in the soil today lowered fertility by as much as abortion or contra contraception did and is continuing to suppress fertility today. It should surprise nobody that lead is toxic and particularly influential on the reproductive system, which is one of the most sensitive systems in the human body. In other words, the argument that the 20th century and probably the 21st century as well, exposure to more chemicals, and compounds that are, that are unfamiliar to the human biology. Hmm. Chemicals and compounds that are unfamiliar to the human biology. What about nano DNA? What about nanobiotech? What about biofilm, programmable biofilm? What about smart dust, smart sensors? What about the different type of epigenetic materials that you're consuming in the in, from them spraying nanosilica, nanosilver, and other nanometallics that they're putting on the food supply, which bypass the plant's barrier and winds up into the food you're eating. What happens with that chemistry? Who's actually looking at that? You know, think about that. Uh, multiple studies have, have found linkages between air pollution and fertility as well. Can you get this? M multiple studies have found linkages between air pollution and fertility. I wonder, hmm, what do we have up there that could cause so many problems? Let's take a look at what's in the chemtrail. Oh, there's lead in the chemtrail. Wow. You just read that lead's no good for the male population. There's cadmium in the, in the uh, chemtrail. Well, we know that that's not good for the male population either. There's um, titanium dioxide, which we also know is not very good for the male population as well. And there's nanosilver up there as well, which we also know is not good for the male population as well. Hmm. So this is coming out of, the, out of the sky. And for those of you who still don't think chemtrails are real, seriously, take your head out of your backside. You know, even if you were to look at that airplane exhaust plumage coming out of an airplane, like you look at a car or a truck that exudes the exhaust, you would know bloody well that the, com the chemical compositions of the exhaust from an airplane would be mixed with that condensation would have to come down on us. Even if you didn't want to believe in the chemical chemtrail aspect of that. If you looked at it just like a car or a truck or a motorcycle that's running down the road at a high velocity and you're right behind them smelling those fumes, it would be the equivalent of that on a grander scale coming down on the planet. Which then would have solvents and other metal particulates that would not only embed into the plant but permeate right into the cell. 
so much for the organics. So again, when we're looking at some of the things that again going on today in regard to air pollution and the chemistry around us and about us, this, this is why I say to you all the time, when you're doing anything today, you have to do it in terms of our environment, where we live and what we're being exposed to. So, I mean, there have been chemtrail studies that have been done. Soil studies have been exuded out of the ground. And they have basically shown that these metals are in high concentrations, some places more than others. Some places more than others. Okay, I'm going to get into the ultrasonic dispersing of carbon nanotubes. Ultrasonic dispersing of carbon nanotubes. What are they selling out there right now? A C60 formulation. Ooh. Ooh. And an ultrasound can disperse this into the, into, uh, into the body, into a cell, into water. Whoa. They say it's non-conductive. Whoa. <laughs> Should do that musical DD uh, theme again. DD, 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 X-File music. Do you hear the X-File music coming? <laughs> okay. A simple... Uh, um, let me see here. Carbon nanotubes are strong and flexible, but very cohesive. They're difficult to disperse into liquids such as water, ethanol, oil, polymer, or epoxy resin. Ultrasound is an effective method to obtain discrete single dispersed carbon nanotubes. So this can be done in a test tube, in a glass, inside of your body. If you're hit with, a, with the right ultrasound frequency, you can, more, you can more readily disperse these particulates in the body. This is why I said there has been no real studies on people in regard to this material. And we don't know what it's doing to a person's insides when they're being hit with scalar waves, microwaves, terahertz frequencies, ultrasound frequencies, which again are just below the mic uh, microwave, uh, AM and FM frequencies. We don't have a clue. What we do have, though, if we do, we have the nano inside of us, we do know that frequencies do activate them and get them to propagate and to network and to develop the networks inside the body. Okay, a simple, reliable, and simple process for de-agglomeration is needed in order to utilize the nanotubes to their extreme potential. So a lot of people who are consuming these products, if they're not broken down correctly by an ultrasound, are taking huge chunks of this carbon material, which is going to have a high concentration of, of uh, poisoning material that's gonna get caught and lodged into the colon for years to come. People will be suffering as a result of the translocation and the assimilation of the network as a result of these products because the ultrasounds that are out there right now will activate these things inside of people. Does anybody know about STS? And you have anybody heard about STS, anybody? You might wanna check it out. Okay, before I go on, you got the Micro Effect Broadcasting Network. Check them out. Help them out. Give them what you can. Support them. Give them your support and assist. Brian396.com. ByeBlueSky.com. GagCanada.com. AugmentInforce.com. What do these sites have in common? Information. Reliable, trustworthy information that can help you get some answers, help you become aware, help you become seen to see the things that are there. Check them out, check out the links, support these people that are doing these, these, this work. 
On my site, you got the catalog link. Feel free to access it. You got the flash drive. We got consultations. We've got, you know, protective measures that we can use against some frequencies. Things that we've shown you how to build. We've got the triangle. We've got the bucket. We've got books on DVD. We've got books on flash drives. So again, feel free to access me any way you want for anything you need. 519-977-5351. Okay, I'm not going to go on too much with this because, again, we're going to be running out of time. So I'll do it more justice on the next show. But this really is some. This is why I say all the time, pay attention to how, when you read about these technologies, connect the dots. If you've got this stuff inside of you and it has translocated throughout your body and has embedded itself in your spine, your spleen, your liver, your thymus, your brain, your, your glands, your reproductive system, in your joints, and somebody's hitting you with an ultrasound, or hitting you with a with an e, uh, uh, low EMF frequency, or a radio frequency, AM and FM, or they're hitting you with a terahertz frequency. These frequencies now have a place to hit and activate in your body, which can then amplify the frequencies as they release things from your cells, which allow these things to uh, again agglomerate further. To again create a more potent assault on your cells or on your DNA. Connect the dots. Nobody is going to be robotic with you. You got to learn to think and you got to quit thinking like a machine. You're not Mr. Spock. Not everything is logical and you have to be able to see through what is really happening how the dots do connect, how the dots work. You got this going on in the in, in, in industry. What's to stop this from not happening to people? Because people have never had this tested properly. They never tested this stuff. They just released it in the atmosphere. They released it into the ground. They released it into the manufacturing. And we do not know to the fullest extent what this is doing to the genetic code, but we do know it's causing DNA damage. And there's no way around it until we either, again, extract this out one way or another, we stop the chemtrailing completely, we stop the spraying of the fields with nano silver, nano silica, uh, 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 two, uh, four, 2 comma 4D, glyphosates, atrazine and a whole host of other materials that they're spraying smart dust smart sensors which again permeate into the fibers of the material you consume this stuff it actually again increases its ability to um, accumulate and develop its own network inside your body unless you pull it out through either pulsing or stripping with sts or something like it like dtpa or edta so again it's about strip load and and clean well, I should say strip, clean, and, and replace. That's basically what it boils down to. Strip, clean, then replace. And again, when you see these type of reports, connect the dots. Seriously, connect the dots. If they can do this in industry, what's to stop them from hitting you with a blue beam activation? Because a lot of this technology is blue beam. The, sound, the sounds we're hearing, the hummings and the womp and the you know, thump and the bump and all that stuff, that's all blue beam technology hitting you, in the, like I said, going through the base of your brain, uh, entering through the cochlea. The lights around you are all using blue beam Li-Fi. You're watching television in blue beam. <laughs> it's 
Start wearing the yellow lenses. It will make a difference in the blockages of your screen. Will, if it's blue, will be more greenish, more tealish. It's important that you understand the nature of what we're really doing. What they're telling you. How they're telling you the story. They're not going to come out and say, well, yeah, we can put this in people and fire the ultrasound and we can make them do all kinds of crazy things. <laughs> we can shut down their digestive system. We can shut off their heart. We can turn off their brain. We can deactivate their spine. We can make the temperatures go up hot and cold. We can control their metabolic rate. Hmm. Does that sound like a targeted individual? Does that not sound like something that could be done with this technology to do the same thing? Are you connecting the dots? Now, maybe I'm completely wrong and out to lunch on this, but this is what it appears to me. Yeah, we're telling you that we, I can use this in the industry, and it's and again, what industry are we using it in? <laughs> All right, come on back Thursday. Till then, research, investigate, and, and get together. Take care.